Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports? We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Yes, a Sunday show because we missed Thursday because we were at uh, the first LSU football practice. We will give an update. Some things that I saw, I got three pages worth of notes uh, from the practices, things that we're hearing, things that we saw, things we didn't see. Um, so it's going to be really fun. I, I, guys, football is back. I, I ha- Let me tell you, I don't know if it's just me, but man, does this feel like <clears throat> the longest offseason of all time? I think the last time that there was an offseason that took this long, from my perspective, was in 2016 during the flood. And me and my wife, Megan, were displaced. And LSU went up to Lambeau and got their cheeks clapped by Wisconsin. Longest offseason of all time. But I think that this LSU team is going to have a little bit of a different outcome. Uh, Week one against the Florida State Seminoles. I think it's time to start talking trash now about them Seminoles. Anytime you open up a song saying, which I'm not going to lie, though, the war chant, that's pretty fire, though, man. You got to admit. So we will be talking about what, um, what I saw and did not see. Uh, and Camp One will be out there a lot this week. Uh, scrimmage this week will be there for the entire scrimmage uh, as well. So looking forward to that, seeing some things. Um, and we'll start from there. Obviously, I'm going to start this episode like we do most episodes off of the Rafino's Rants. If you missed it, five-star wide receiver Shelton Sampson has committed to LSU. Breaking! So, yeah. Um, I think it's about time people put a little itsy bitsy bitsy bit of um, respect on Brian Kelly recruiting. Guys, this is LSU. This is not Notre Dame. Oh, well, Blake Marcus Freeman, hoobity, 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 blah. Well, where Notre Dame is a little bit more done uh, with their recruiting class, because if you don't know this, by the way, it is very difficult for people to transfer into Notre Dame because of their curriculum. Sounds good. Get the 25 high school students. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> LSU will do the same plus the portal, and you're not going to be able to stop it. So Notre, fame, Notre Dame fans, all in their feelings, 
We'll talk about Sheldon Sampson and people, you know, saying that Brian Kelly couldn't get recruits inside the state. What happens when you get Sheldon Sampson Jr.? God bless you. What happens if you're able to pull in a guy like uh, 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 Zalance Hurd? So we'll talk on some recruiting stuff. We'll talk on camp, obviously a practice update. And if you have a question, as always, fire them inside of the Rudy Crew chat. Hashtag Ask Blake, and we'll get to as many of them as we can. Uh, this old vet says, don't hurt anybody, Pooh Bear. Um, Pooh Bear's stuck in traffic, or not stuck in traffic, stuck in an airport somewhere. He's like he's like Tom Hanks in the movie Terminal. Um, speaking of the devil, the Golden Blue Pot, I'm assuming this is Pooh Bear. He says, stuck in an airport, sitting in a terminal. TSA getting on my nerves. I thought I was flying, and the weather was fine. Don't know. If I want to go anymore, <laughs> if you don't understand the reference, that's obviously a uh, French Prince of Bel-Air. Thought she was fine. I thought she was mine. Don't know if a body is hers. Yeah, we're producer list tonight as Pooh Bear and Zach are out. It's okay. I didn't ask him to come in anyway. Uh, Keaton says, I just watched Fouché's highlights. Dude is a ball hawk and he's physical. Yeah, I agree with that. I very much agree with that. Matthew Alamon says, got to be close to a top five class by now, right? I don't, I think there were seventh on two, four, seven and sixth on, on three. I don't, I got to be honest. Don't check rivals or ESPN. Uh, quite honestly, I don't even really check the rankings. I might pop in once, twice a month to see how things have changed, but I don't watch the rankings. I'm going to let my eyes tell me uh, where this class is. And, and I'm not looking at, I mean, I will look at other classes, you know, and get an overall feel, the players that they get, especially the teams inside the SEC. But outside of that, I don't, you know, I'm worried more about LSU and what they're doing. I mean, look, and we'll talk about this. I'll just I'll just save that because it's going to be a part of the um, Rafino's rants. Matthew Allen also says, whoa, whoa, wow. <laughs> Sunday episode, what? Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. We had to miss Thursday, man. We had a miss Thursday. Uh, Chris English and a lot of people, Al Landry, Rob, Colin, um, Stefan, Fry, LGZ, Econogies, um, say what's going on, what's happening, guys? What is happening? Father Abear says, just played in my alumni softball tournament all weekend. Everything is sore, including my calves. Got some big ones, Father. Pause. This show couldn't have come at a better time as I lay on the couch. Let's go. Hey, man, when you get up past your 30s, man, you got to get a lot of stretching in. Uh, you got to get a lot of stretching in. Troy says, I lost it when Shelton committed. Yeah, I, so let me, it, it, I'll put that in Rafino's rants too. Some people, guys, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, building up fake narratives or whatever i don't know what to call them you know colin jackson is supposed to commit tomorrow we'll see what happens there if he pushes it back there's a lot of people saying he may who knows i i have not heard anything of the sort uh you know i heard that everything would be squared away for tomorrow but nevertheless who knows um and now all, you know and now everybody's trying to strike fear and all of a sudden now lsu's locking things down and i'm like well Sell those subscriptions, Big Daddy. Uh, Stephen Young. Huh. Is this like the, the Steve Young? Like number eight San Francisco Steve Young? Like the lefty Steve Young? Like Young drops back. He hits Owens on the incense seam. Touchdown. <laughs> uh, but Steve Young says, Samson, Brown, and Harbor. Good luck defending those three. Well, you got to reel in Harbor. Um, but even even if you don't, even if you don't reel in Harbor, which I, I I'll touch on that very quickly. I think LSU sits in a very good place with him, and mainly not just due to football, but due to track as well. It'll be interesting to see where that young man goes. But Mac Markway too. Mac Markway is a really good tight end, so we'll see what happens there. But the, even if you don't get Harbor, Mark Mackway is a is an absolute freak of nature. Uh, and, and then you got Kai Perrine. There are a lot of guys that they're still going after. So it it, it would appear um, that they're doing a lot. But uh, did y'all see the Harbor, Nicholas Harbor thing? I think he said he had a new personal record, like a 10.21 10, 10 uh, 10, uh, 10 
what was it, 100 meter guys? I mean, that's flying guys, and he's 230 pounds. <laughs> you get that young man, you let him play tight end. You let him play tight end. Uh, Ryan Williams, our good, our lawyer, our attorney. So all of you Rudy Poos who try to do something wrong, Ryan's going to send you a cease, uh, cease and desist letter. <laughs> you screwed because this man ain't never lost a case before. But nevertheless, I'm just messing. Uh, he said, did the team practice this weekend? Yeah, they practiced uh, yesterday. And if you missed it too, B.J. Ojolari, uh, your outside linebacker, pass rushing extraordinaire. B.J. was on the show two weeks ago talking about he wants to get that um, – label off of him um but if you miss it bj ojalari also was named number 18 this weekend uh trey vardo our good friend over at gm vardo and sons says jamar ran a 11.05 for reference yeah and you're talking about the 100 meter dash and ryan like you say here nicholas harper ran a 10.21 guys that's moving it, I, it doesn't matter what size you are it just so happens he's 230 pounds Man, if Jamar Kane and this crew can reel that man in, and if he wants to play tight end, for the love of God, let him do it. Let him do it. His offensive highlights are insane. Are insane. So, you name the best receivers that LSU's had. I think the only person that, uh, of the 20 years, that he probably wouldn't beat in 100 meter at this point would be like Xavier Carter and Trenton Holiday and, and, and people and guys like that. So, anyway. Uh, crying says, Ryan Williams, can I hire you? I got in some trouble running away from the ops on a mo on a moped with no helmet. Talking about TJ Finley. Y'all get out of here with that, man. Y'all get out of here with that. That's not funny. I I've said my piece on the TJ Finley thing. I'm not going to say anything else. But you can't – guys, and, and, and let me say this too. One day when we're doing AYS completely full-time, which will be very, 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 very soon, we're going to let some shit fly. But, you know, being in the past, and guys, I did, before I did AYS, there's a lot of things that I did. And <laughs> saying he was evading police or eluding police when he's legitimately, when you're on the phone with him saying, hey, we have a warrant out for your arrest. I don't know how all this shit played out. I don't think that they know how it played out. So, traffic ticket, traffic warrant, come on, dude. Stupid. Stupid. All right, let's get things rolling. Let's get things started. Everybody do us a favor and hit the like and share. So many of you are watching us live here on Facebook. Stop collaborate and listen hit the like button hit the share there's 350 plus of you in here currently on all three platforms everybody stop hit the like button if you're on youtube uh, uh twitter retweet like subscribe notification bell all that good stuff we would greatly greatly appreciate it. if you're listening to us on the audio podcast platform or you're listening to us on xm radio like subscribe review all that good stuff as well and i haven't mentioned <laughs> we put some pre pretty big bombs or we've been dropping some pretty big bombs inside the, of the AYS forum. So at the end of the show, go to AYSSnetwork.com. That's AYSSnetwork.com. We'll be giving you a pretty big uh, 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 um, report tomorrow morning. You're going to want to be subscribed to the forum to get that. So go subscribe to all that good stuff. Let's pay these bills very quickly. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and betonline.ag. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30. We got a lot to talk about. Don't forget about that camp update. We'll return very soon. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag.
Ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, let's get to a couple comments before we get started. Let's get this thing started, y'all. <laughs> and Marshall says the TJ Finley jokes are pretty lame. Yeah, they're really lame and stupid. Uh, Ryan Williams, an attorney, says Auburn police is messed up for that. <laughs> Please, Jesus. They are. Preach. Preach. Uh, Mr. Hackett, maybe. Adrian. I think that's how you say your name, or A. Adrian. Says Russell Shepard was quick, too, and was never used properly. No, he wasn't. It's crazy his NFL career was better uh, than his college career. You don't you don't see that. Um, you don't see that very often. You don't see that very often. Um, Rick says, regardless of what TJ did, this is not as serious as what the A&M kid did with a gun violation and DWI and his charges got dropped for a lack of evidence. No question. And this quite honestly should have been handled by Auburn. It should have been handled by a lot of people. I'm not going down that route. I don't talk about Auburn. I don't cover Auburn, but as someone who has covered TJ since his ninth grade and high school, being that we're right here close to Ponchatoula, I, something doesn't seem right to me there. I don't imagine, or can I imagine TJ running from police? Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but it, it, I would, you know, it very much more blown out of proportion than what it should have been, in my opinion. Um, but nevertheless, all right, but let's talk some LSU. I, I want to start with the Shelton Sampson commitment. So if you missed it, and I'm sure a lot of you didn't miss it, but Shelton Sampson committed five-star wide receiver from Catholic High here in Baton Rouge. Kid runs a four-three-five laser time. We've seen it. On the lasers at LSU, the kid is, got, is really tall, 6'4", 180 pounds, lightning fast. In my opinion, reminds me of a faster A.J. Green. If you remember A.J. Green, you know, I, I think that personally a lot of people can't compare him to Terrace Marshall. I think he's faster than Terrace Marshall. I think he's got better hands at the point of attack than Terrace Marshall. I think he's more physical when running slants. We've seen him be on double reverses. There's a lot of things that Shelton Sampson does. I think the better comp for him is... It's A.J. Green, the former Georgia wide receiver, but a faster one at that. A.J. Green, man, he was a he was a beast, an absolute freak show at Georgia. I think Shelton Sampson could be better than that. I think he will be better than that. But one thing is for certain, one thing is for absolute certain, is Brian Kelly, Cortez Hankton, Joe Sloan, Put the pedal to the metal for probably, and what is, and what probably should have been, the number one player in this state. I get Arch Manning. I get Eli Holstein. Those two young men weren't coming here. It doesn't matter if Nick Saban or God Almighty would have come down and and started recruiting the Manning or the Holstein kid because Walker, uh, Walker Howard is on campus and the Mannings aren't coming to LSU, those kids weren't coming here. The Derrick Williams recruitment's not over. We've seen the Allsbury kids don't want to be around LSU anymore. Good for them. Congratulations, young man, for selecting Notre Dame. You will have no, none, uh, uh, come nothing coming from me about him wanting to go to Notre Dame. But let's be realistic about this class. Let's be realistic about this class. Guys, they're dominating. <laughs> They're dominating. You know, everybody talks about Billy Napier, right? Like, Billy Napier this, Billy Napier that. Billy Napier's not having the success that Brian Kelly is in recruiting. The two highest rated wide receivers in Brian Kelly's tenure 
whether it be Cincinnati, Central Michigan, Notre Dame, now at LSU, the two highest committed wide receivers of all time in his tenure, where he's at, Shelton Sampson Jr. and Jalen Brown. Both young men are committed to LSU. Both young men seem to be very much locked in to being an LSU Tiger. But there was always a misconception about Brian Kelly. You know, for months and months and months and months, we continue to hear, he can't lock down the state. The state doesn't look good. What are we doing here? What is he doing there? Just because it is not like Ed Orgeron or Les Miles and things aren't being leaked out to the general public for everybody to know what's going on at LSU Football Ops doesn't mean work's not being done. I will tell you this. Brian Kelly admitted to us himself that the difference in recruiting in the Midwest is a lot different than coming down south. He's got to be much more hands-on. And not just more hands-on with the players, which where it should have been and should be, but he's got to play football political po politics with high school coaches to not make them mad. Grow up, Peter Pan. This isn't about you. But the last time I remember it was actually, and I had to go back and find this, but two months ago, actually almost to the date, Brian Kelly can't recruit. Oh, he, he, he's losing his grip on the state. Oh. And all the staff told everyone that would listen and stop panicking was, guys, relax. A storm is coming. Oh, so everybody's cool now, though, right? Everybody's fine about it now. You get Shelton Sampson on board. You're training well with a five-star offensive lineman out in Zach or out in not in Zachary, <laughs> out in Neville or up in Neville. You're training for some high guys like Nicholas Harbor. You have which will be and Deshaun Womack. A potential five-star defensive lineman. Oh, by the way, the, the young man just dominated four five-star offensive linemen at some stupid little camp. Sometimes, sometimes you got to go out of the state. But do you see the, you know, it's like, and I reference this movie all the time, but I do this because in a I kind of do it in a joking manner. But I'm not doing it in a joking manner now. Do you remember in Rocky Three when Rocky came out against Glover? Started jabbing, started moving. Bop! Bop! Second round comes out. He lets Glover start hitting him. Haymakers galore coming out. Mr. T was clapping him. Bop! 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 Comes out in the third round. Glover Lang's all winded. Starts making him miss. My point is, there was a key line from Apollo Creed in that movie. I see the philosophy now. I see what Rocky's doing to try to beat Glover Lang. Do you see the philosophy now? Do you see what Brian Kelly's doing? All of a sudden, you have a big old Bayou splash party. You get... One of the more talented offensive linemen in the country from New Orleans and Tyree Adams. Ricky Collins, a week later, decommission. You get a five-star wide receiver out of your state. So if you get Zalance Hurd, Ricky Collins, Kylan Jackson commits tomorrow, apparently. Zalance Hurd. God bless it if you get Nicholas Harper. Guys, newsflash. They're going to go, LSU has to, because they don't have a choice. They got to go into the transfer portal. And if you add five to seven starters, instant starters from the transfer portal, guys, you could end up with not even just a top five class, but what you could do in the portal with a top three class overall. Because the truth is, recruiting that you knew, recruiting that we knew growing up, 25 scholarship guys, and that's it. It's over with. There is no limit. You got to get to the 85 scholarship limit. That's where the limit is drawn.
The transfer portal changes everything. Everything that we knew about recruiting is over with. It's over with. So there's a very strong realistic possibility that we're at the end of February and even after February, even after spring practices are over, when this total class rolls into one, LSU could easily sit up with 35 new players. Without a question. Without a question. And we're wondering, we're wondering what Brian Kelly's doing. Guys, they got to go back into the portal. So maybe a kid that, eh, you know, what we're on the fence with him, but here is a kid at such and such a school. You know, it's been rumored that he might be going into the portal. Let's see if he goes into the portal at the end of fall camp. And if he goes into the portal, hell, let's go get him. He's got three years left to play. He took a red shirt. He's a former four-star from the state of Louisiana, who wherever it may be. Do you understand the philosophy now? We are so inhabitable, and we are such a people group and a fan base that looks at the now instead of the big picture. All of you that run businesses, I know that you do this. You don't look at the now. You look at the future. You buy new equipment, not for the now, but for the future. You put business plans in place, not for the now, but also for the future. Y'all are acting like, and y'all are letting people try to make you believe a narrative that's not true. This isn't a right now battle. This is a battle for the 2024 class, 2025 class. God bless it. If LSU goes out there next year and finds a way to have 10 wins, that being with a bowl game. God bless Jesus almighty above if Brian Kelly finds a way to get 10 wins. At some point, at some point, to the fans that believe that Brian Kelly's doing a bad job right now. Please, please tell me where. You know, if I'm Derek Williams, if I'm Derek Williams, and week one, week two, Alabama puts the smack down on the candy asses of Texas. And then in early November, if LSU is a touchdown away, like they were a season ago from beating Bama, do you think it's going to be hard to flip that young man? When five, six weeks ago, Texas got those cheeks clapped by an SEC school and Texas believes they're coming to the SEC and going to dominate? Oklahoma thinks they can come in the SEC and dominate? Brother, you're not winning in recruiting on some guys. The SEC still winning. More talking about Oklahoma on that one. It's a shame, man. What happens if you flip Derrick Williams? What happens if you get Colin Jackson tomorrow? Guys, you get Colin Jackson tomorrow, you do know that you're in the top five, you're in the top five recruiting rankings for people who follow those recruiting rankings. Which don't get me wrong, recruiting rankings do matter. A lot of those times those guys do hit. Come on, man. Come on. I'm gonna try to get as many of these comments as I can. Um but we'll fire we'll fire him in here. Uh, James sends four dollars via Superjet. James, if you have a question, fire it in there, brother. I appreciate it. We'll get you a question. Stephen Young sends four ninety nine as well. Thank you so much. Uh, Lamar Stevens also sends four ninety nine and has a comment on YouTube. But he says, "Why was Evan Stewart so emphatically a five star and Shelton Sampson is a top one hundred player? It's annoying." Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. You'll have to ask, you know, Lamar, those questions to those guys to do the rankings. But I, And I've said this on my show and a couple other ones. Um, but there have been people, like, who do the scouting stuff for, like, 247 who have openly admitting or openly admitted from not going and watching kids on Friday nights inside the state of Louisiana. Now, I don't know about you guys, 
But I do have a problem with that. If you're going to make a ranking system and you're not going to go somewhere on a Friday night to see, you know, is the kid six foot? You know, um, they listed Garrett Dellinger, for an example, at six five, like 300. He can, he comes in at six three and a half, six four, two two seventy. 270. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not Garrett Dellinger's fault. We put that on the kid. Oh, well, look at Dellinger. He's really not six five. You don't say anything to, uh, to 247 for getting it wrong. But they'll they'll go out there in Texas, though. You know what I mean? They'll go out there in Texas. Chris English says, Kai Perrine, Ricky Collins, Zalance Hurd, DJ Chester, Kylan Jackson, most likely LSU puts in the top three. If you get Nicholas Harbor commits, it'll definitely be a top three. <sighs> True. Rick Boone says, but Blake! Brian Kelly can't recruit. No, he can't. No, he can't. Uh, Trey says, especially Trey Varno says, especially if Bama flips Keeley. Yeah, he also says Harbor Heard and Chester might be put us in the top three. Yeah, I mean, man, it would be it's it's saying they're not done yet. You know, they're not done yet. So I'm not. Yeah, a Adron. Or Adrian, a Adrian says unofficial time for Samson was a four three five, but I'd say four four seven. They laser timed him, buddy. <laughs> they laser timed him. Uh, Brody Dupree says Miami space is making my brain bleed. I'm not going in them anymore. They keep inviting me. I'm not going in there anymore. Uh, and Marshall says he's a more athletic Terrace Marshall. I agree with that. Rick says hashtag Ask Blake is Coach Brian Kelly ever gonna ever landed two five stars in his career before? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. The two highest rated um recruits that Brian Kelly's had at wide receiver is um is well committed at least is um Shelton Sampson and Jalen Brown. So I, I mean he's had good receivers before, but here's the difference, guys. Here's the difference. When you're able to get a Jalen Brown a, a Kai Perrine, potentially, uh, a, a Shelton Sampson. It's one thing to have a Chase Claypool or one Will Fuller on your team. It's something completely different when you got a whole room full of dogs. Like, so for an example, okay, as an example, Chris Hilton is receiver number five. Chris Hilton at LSU right now. Chris Hilton would be the highest rated recruit recruit wide receiver that they've had in a long time. Brian Thomas Jr. Brian Thomas might be a good comp. I think he's more I think Sheldon's a little bit more physical than uh Brian. He's more like assertive. Like you know Brian I don't know it's not lazy, but he kind of like when he goes up it's kind of it looks lazy. It's not lazy, but it kind of looks lazy, but he always comes up comes down with it. It's insane. So I mean He's a more athletic Terrace Marshall, in my opinion, especially side to side. Man, go pop, go pop in that film, bro. Go pop in that film. Brandon Reese says people praise Marcus Freeman way too much for his recruiting class. It's like he inherited a bad team, yeah, or a bad program. Uh, Harold Madison says Notre Dame not gonna keep that class together. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Michael B. sends $10 via Super Chat. Thank you, Michael. He says, when O got hired, I nearly broke my kitchen table in half because I knew he would fail and it would make it would take multiple years of suckage to replace him with a real coach. BK and staff are so refreshing. Well, I'll tell you, so we'll get into day one of football camp, so let's do that. Um, we'll start transitioning into that. It is nice to have someone at the podium that, you know, isn't going to spill the beans. You know, we got answers from Brian Kelly, but we didn't really get any answers. Um, obviously, he's playing things close to the chest, and he gives you some tidbits, but I don't want to know everything, nor should you. I want to be able, like, for me personally, not, you know, for me personally, I want to go out there and see it for my damn self, like we did last week. I want to go out there and see it for my damn self. I want to see how the quarterbacks look. I want to see what the running backs look like. I want to see what the wide receivers and DBs look like. There's nothing that he's going to say at the podium that will change my mind of what my own eyes will see. 
You know, I, I and I should have said this to start off the show. First off, round of applause to Jake Flint. Um, let me do this though. Let's talk about camp and some things and I'll get my notes out. Here they are. I'll get my notes out and we'll start, um, we'll start talking about day one of camp, but let's pay these bills very quickly. And then we'll, we'll get into that. Let's transition into some what's happening now, uh, instead of recruiting guys, let me talk about, talk to you. And we mentioned one of them, but my good friend, Ryan, uh, over at the Drake Williams law firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. And my good friends at Graham Co. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30. A lot of camp updates. Stay tuned. Stay with us. We'll be right back. We'll talk about them after this break from our good friends over at Graham Co. And the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. By the Drake Williams Law Firm. DrakeWilliamsLawFirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or... You're facing criminal charges. You need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair, are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code, AYS25. All right, we do have a... All right, we do have a lot of questions firing in here, a lot about quarterbacks, asking a lot about quarterbacks, a lot about wide receivers. Uh, guys, we'll get to it all. Um, and, and, look, I, I did say a lot of this on some of the Twitter spaces, but we'll go a little bit more in depth here on the show here tonight. Ty Boudreaux says, Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones, who? Mike Jones, who? Uh, oh, my bad, wrong question. But – Nevertheless, I thought Mike looked really good. Um, we posted some of the videos. I thought he looked really good. Uh, and, and, and drills, I thought he was really assertive of calling things out, getting guys lined up in the right position. It's what you want to see from your middle linebacker, man. And you got to give a shout-out to Mike Jones in doing so. Um, do us a favor, though, before we, we talk about camp. Everybody hit the like and share. Share to those Facebook groups. Share on YouTube. I see that we have like 200 people in. 236 people watching on YouTube and only 76 likes, man. Everybody hit the like button on YouTube. Um, but let's we'll start on defense because I know everybody wants to talk about offense and quarterbacks and all that good stuff. So we'll start with defense. Look, the the first thing when I when I go out and look, I and this was kind of probably the um and I was walking in with either walking in or walking out with Jeremy Hill. I, I think we were walking in together, but I think when you look at this defense, man. Especially when you saw them a season ago. I thought, in my personal opinion, on the defensive line, they looked bigger, but they looked leaner. Like, they looked like, I was like, damn, you need to let the D-line get off the bus first. Especially number zero, Mason Smith. I don't know if it was possible for that young man to, to get bigger in his arms, chest, legs, calves. 
but and it's not like he put on bad weight because he didn't. He is very, he is a scary human being coming off in the interior. Uh, so the starting D line and looking at my notes that they ran out there and it was more of a four man front. Uh, BJ was staying up on the outside, but it's going to be considered a four man run. You're not going to put BJ Ojolari in coverage. They did mix some things up, but they'll do some install. We will learn more uh, this Thursday in the scrimmage, and we will be out there for the whole scrimmage on Thursday. But Ali Gay, Jaqueline Roy, Mason Smith, and B.J. Ojolari were your starters up front. And then you had Mike Jones Jr., who Mike Jones, Greg Penn, uh, Greg Penn III was the other backer with him. Mike, Micah Baskerville did have some stuff in there when I went back and looked at some film uh, and when I went back and rechecked my notes. I know I said I didn't really see him. Uh, but I did have some notes in here there about Micah Baskerville. DB is really interesting. You had seven banks uh, as one of the outside uh, corners. You had Jared Bernard Converse that was out there. Joe Fouché, uh, uh, Jay Ward, and Greg Brooks rounded out the secondary and played a slot with Sage Ryan rotating in with him. Also, Makai Garner was rotating in with seven banks. They transfer from Ohio State. But Brian Kelly alluded to in the postgame press conference that seven banks was more on a pitch count, meaning uh, coming off the hip injury, they were rotating him in and out. They were not going to allow him to just mess something up um, coming off of that of that surgery. Uh, Jay Chillen says, Keyboy, keyboard tough guy. Well, it looks like you're a Notre Dame fan, sir, so stay out the chat. You don't have to be here if you don't want to. Uh, so that was the, the, the defense that we saw. Uh, one thing that was for certain uh, is this team looked as if that they're going to run a, a lot of zone coverage, right? Like a lot of zone coverage. They were built that way. They, they rotated that way in the secondary. Uh, would appear that Mike Jones Jr. and others were getting guys lined up to run zone. Looked like they are going to be really aggressive. But the truth is, man, if you can get home with four guys, you can play coverage, and you can do a lot of really good things. So I like what I saw from the defense, but we have a lot that we're going to learn within this next week. I think that this next week will be when we learn the most. How far has the defense come along? How far has the offense come along? And it's going to be really fun to see these guys battle it out. And – you got some really – look, man, this defense is – at least on day one, they looked extremely fast. They looked like they communicated a lot better than they did a season ago or even for the last two seasons. Commu guys, we were getting lost in man-to-man -man coverage. Um, how you get lost in man-to-man -man coverage still confuses the absolute shit out of me. Um Maybe there just wasn't a focus or a buy-in. And that's not all on Bo Pelini in 2020. If Derek Stingley doesn't know to line up in man-to-man -man coverage or to play quarters defense, then the hell with it. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying to be rude, but he, LSU and, and, and Jacob Hester, you know, did a film breakdown uh, 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 <laughs> of Derek Stingley missing a quarters coverage and playing cover two, which LSU's never played. Ever. So, communication's key, and I want guys that are going to play that, that want to be here. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want guys that want to be here. Um, there are some notes. I, I didn't really get to see a lot of the younger guys, uh, the, the true freshmen, the guys that just came in, this being their first practice, guys like uh, LaTerrence Welch. I, I didn't see a lot from Jordan Allen. Uh, Quincy Wiggins did look pretty freakish as Mike Jones Jr. has said on this show. Um, but I have set, I have seven stars <laughs> right next to this young man's name. That's Harold Perkins. Um, Harold Perkins struggled a little out of the gate. You could tell that some of these defensive drills he just hasn't gone through. But once Matt House showed him what to do, uh, <laughs> he was pretty imposing. Uh, Harold Perkins showed flashes uh, of just being a, a really freak athlete. If that young man and Harold Perkins finds a way to put it all together, he's an all-American potential. He is an all-SEC potential. He is a first 
round pick potential with that type of athleticism. Again, he's got to put it all together. There's a lot of things he's got to put together. He's never played middle backer in the SEC before. He played running back majority of the time in high school. But if he can find a way and even contribute on this defense while he continues to learn by playing special teams and hopefully getting in games like UAB or Southern or whoever it may be, that young man will be one day, in my opinion, something special. He was probably the only LSU player that they signed over, other than some that I had never seen play in person. And I will tell you, at 220 pounds, Harold Perkins is a well-put-together athlete. He was faster than I expected that he would be, and I don't even know what I expected from the young man. Um, but again, if he can find a way to put it all together, he's going to be something serious. Something very serious. I'm not saying he's going to start, but I think that he, they're going to have to find a way to get him playing time. I was speaking to one coach um, today, actually, uh, this morning, and basically I said, Coach, Harold Perkins. <laughs> and I said, Harold Perkins, dot, dot, dot. And I could see that they were sending the text back, and I get this long paragraph like, man, there's, you know, every class at high programs – gets one of those type of athletes and Harold Perkins is that dude. And I agree with that coach. I, I mean, just the overall flashes, you know, one play uh, was him getting lost in coverage, but he's so athletic. He makes up like 20 yards worth of ground and breaks up a pass that he quite honestly has no business being there. It's designed for him not to be there. The practice is called in a way that Harold Perkins isn't supposed to be in that exact place to make a play like that and let the offense get a rhythm and succeed. And Harold Perkins breaks up a pass and things start rolling really well. Let's see what he does in a scrimmage. Let's see what happens when a guy like Miles Frazier or, or Garrett Dellinger get their hands on him. Let's see what happens in the running game. I'm not really worried about Harold Perkins and coverage. I'm really worried about him, what happens if he's one-on-one with a guard, an SEC guard at that. Can he get off that block? Can he make a play? Let's see. So where I will say, man, that kid is highly athletic, I see why now he was rated the top player in Texas. So when all of you are freaking out about Brian Kelly's recruiting and shit like that, just remember, that kid decommitted from Texas A&M and came to you. Mainly because of the razzle-dazzle that Brian Kelly was able to pull off. That young man's going to play a lot of special teams. That young man's going to play a lot of special teams. All right, let's move the offense, and then we'll get to as many of these comments in here as we can. Fire them inside the Rude Crew chat. Um, let's go to offense. So when we the doors were opened... Jaden Daniels was running with the first team when we got to see it. So I don't know if Garrett did it before that or not. But what I will tell you, there was a rotation in my notes. Garrett, uh, Garrett Nussmeyer ran uh, as a first team during drills. Then they kind of flip-flopped. They didn't tip their hand at all. It was Jaden, it was Garrett. It was Jaden, it was Garrett. It was Jaden, it was Garrett. They went to the red zone. Garrett was in there. Jane comes in. Zone read, touchdown. Um... So they didn't really tip their hand. Miles Brennan was running with the threes. Take it for what you will. Um, let's see how they divvy out those reps here this week. I'm not worried about what happened in practice one. I I'm legitimately not. So maybe they were doing things to throw off our scent. But once you get into the scrimmage Thursday, you're not going to be able to do that. Right, like you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna have to play the guy that you think is gonna be the starter to get these reps. You're not gonna do it because we have the whole practice allotted to us this upcoming Thursday. So Miles ran with the four, and I'll tell you this: um, I, I spent a lot of time watching Walker Howard this this practice. Um, he's a shorter, not as muscular Andrew Luck. They throw the ball the same. Go look, go watch it. It's insane. He's about he's the most I would say he's the most gifted quarterback in that room. Maybe he does. He's not faster than Jaden. Maybe he's not a gunslinger like Garrett. 
but man, he's got the tools. <laughs> Kid, kid's an absolute freak of nature. That kid's going to be special one day. We have absolutely no answer. So tomorrow, this week, and people pushing this quarterback or that quarterback, they have absolutely no idea. If they're pushing for a quarterback, it's for one of two reasons. Either number one, they want this quarterback to start, or number two, they've never been to a college practice before and they have no idea what it what it's structured like. But I don't care that Miles was at three, Jaden was at two, Garrett was at one. That doesn't bother me. I will tell you, and I will say this publicly, um, I thought Garrett had a really good day, uh, the day that we were there. He had a van- fantastic day. I, I thought that he was uh, his timing routes were pretty damn solid. I thought he pro- threw the ball with really good touch, not just putting everything behind it. Fade route to Brian Thomas Jr. from 35 yards out, touchdown. Um, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, I thought that Jaden did a lot better in the intermediate passing game. Thought Miles could have been a little bit more crisp, but I thought he did well. There were some throws, and he was running with a three, so I'm not going to put too much on him. I, I thought he could be more crisp uh, than what I saw. Pooh Bear says, Blake, stop pushing the narrative. I'm just <laughs> – I mean, man, I don't – it's what's out there. Um it's what's out there. And Jared said, Andrew Luck, watch him throw the football. He's not Andrew Luck. What I'm trying to explain is go watch how they throw the football. They got the same little quarter sleeve, white arm sleeve, whatever you want to call it. They throw the ball. I mean, it was kind of like they're so – Andrew Luck was so mechanical, so tactically right. So is Walker Howard. Everything he does is – technically right if that makes sense like he does every he does everything right so i was impressed by him and says a little razzle dazzle yeah that's why i'm about to have my second child because of a little razzle dazzle um don't tell my wife that All right, let's finish with this offensive line. All right, this is what we saw. Uh, Doomerville was at starting at left tackle with him and Will Campbell rotating. I still think it's going to be Will Campbell. Uh, I don't worry that Doomerville was the starting left tackle. Garrett Dellinger was left guard. Uh, Marlon Martinez started off as your starting center with Charles Turner uh, behind him. And then right guard, you had Miles Frazier. And then right tackle. This is why I said uh, Jacob Flint's the GOAT. The reason that I say Jacob Flint is the GOAT is because when we, when you look at Anthony Bradford from a season ago to right now, he looks like he dropped 35 pounds. <laughs> and he looks lean. You, definition in his arm, definition, really good definition in his calves. Still got a gut on him, but he's an offensive lineman. Um, he's dropped 35 pounds or at least it looks like that way. Um, but he was in and out of right tackle, moved a lot better. Uh, and Brian Kelly told us that either him and Miles can play right guard, right tackle. They can inter- uh, interchange one another. But it was an interesting quote by Brian Kelly in the post game uh, or in the post practice that we were there uh, listening to him. He said that he wants those guys on the right side because they're really nasty, meaning that they'll get after you. Bro, I'm telling you, this offensive line might be a little better than some anticipate that they are. They got some players. I thought that they got to the second. They worked on getting to the second level a lot better. Uh, yeah, I see some questions. Crying belly said, "Did Cardell Thomas play?" I didn't see a lot of Cardell Thomas, and I went back through my notes to start the show. I didn't see a lot of Cardell Thomas. Looked like he was running with the threes. Looked like Xavier Hill was the backup at right guard, uh, and Cardell Thomas was rotating in. But no, I didn't see a lot. Of him. Receivers were as followed. You had Cole Taylor that started off at tight end. Cole Taylor was in on every play. Guys, you're going to have a tight end on on every play. Not a lot that was shown from the tight end position. I know a lot of people are asking questions about tight end, especially from what I was, you know, what I had put on the AYSS network.com forum. Didn't see a lot from tight end. Uh, We'll we'll make an effort this week to, to really focus in on tight end. Uh, Kayshawn Booty out wide. Jack Besh was uh, on the bike the the entire practice pretty much with shin splints. Um, 
Chris Hilton was still a little bit of a hamstring injury, nagging him a little bit. He's fine. He'll be back soon. Uh, but Kayshawn Booty, uh, Jare Jenkins was the Z. And then you had uh, Malik Neighbors that was a starting, and those guys were rotating in and out. When Kayshawn was not in there, he was – um. He there there was a couple of little little tidbits that he got moved into the slot. Uh, we'll see. So that was your starting unit uh, uh, for day for this past week in practice. Let's see how that uh, all transpires. Okay, that's a lot to break down. Whew. Oh, and let me say this about Kayshawn. I don't know what I, I guess I wasn't expecting him to be as sharp as he did. Now there was a little bit of a um. <laughs> I don't want to say mix-up, but, you know, they got after Kayshawn a little bit to pick it up. And, man, when he did, he looked really good. Kayshawn looked really good. Um, and they were, they told him he needed to pick it up. And that he did. Started the day with a couple drops. Uh, they got on his rear end a little bit, and he picked it up. Got to get, you know, hey, man, good for him. All right. Let's get to these comments, and then we'll, we'll get on out of here. Jared Vidrain says, D. Sting was out after the National Championship game. Felt that way. Andrew Martin says, got a feeling Harold will be a beast by November. Very, it, I mean, he's a beast now. Shit, Andrew, he's a beast now. He looked good. He looked really good. Kevin on Facebook says, yep, like Coach O, he checked out after that. <laughs> yeah. What do I know? Uh, Kevin also says, saw pics of Fitzgerald West and Anthony Bradford. Man, they look like monsters. I thought, you know, a freshman offensively, Kevin, I thought that Fitzgerald West looked really damn good. Hey, bro, I I'm telling you. People better not sleep on old Fitzgerald West. Shit. Y'all better not sleep on old Fitzgerald West. Uh, Emory Jones. <laughs> Emory Jones, bro. <laughs> Hoo-wee. Somebody needs to tell that young man, you know. Anyway. Uh, Ryan said, Gidry says, bad baby, bad baby. Yes, indeed. Uh, Steve Young says, Cordell is a bust. Unfortunately, he isn't willing to put in the work. I, I don't know about all that. What I do know is um, Cordell didn't. He, he should be running with the ones, man. You know what I mean? Like at this point, you should be a starter. Um, Didn't look like he his body changed. Uh, looks like the same old Cardell, man. I thought his technique did look a little bit better, though. I I'll give him that. I thought his technique looked a little bit better. Jeremy says, don't you have some eligibility? LSU needs a center. No, I do not. <laughs> and nor would I play. Here it comes. Russell Russell Rung says, why do you hate Miles Brennan? So let me say this to you Rudy Poos out here who say shit like this. Uh, I didn't make him run with the third string. I didn't put him there. I didn't make him throw a ball behind Landon Ibietta, which Landon Ibietta had to turn across his body and fell down, and they have a picture. I think Scarborough's got a picture. Oh, shit. Scarborough has a picture of... <laughs> Y'all saw that? That was quick. That was quick. Kick my camera. Uh-oh. These big-ass feet of mine. You know what they say about a guy with big feet, right? They got big-ass uh, socks. But he's got a picture of Landon Ibietta, like, leaning back and catching a football like this. I mean, I don't know what... I mean, he missed on open air. Y'all can get mad at me all y'all want to. I have nothing to do with any of this. I have nothing to do with any of it. Yeah, I think that's straight. I kicked the shit out that camera, boy. Damn, my toe. I thought my toe was bleeding. So, I mean, y'all can give again. I I, I don't I, I don't care. But I didn't do any. I didn't do shit. 
Uh, Edward O says, hashtag 337 takeover. That's true. Rob Boudreau says, hello, I'm late. We see. <laughs> What's up, Rob? Uh, Crying Belly says, I got a feeling LSU will have a top five recruiting class alone, not including a transfer portal. Uh, Jared, or Jordan, excuse me, says, hashtag ask Blake, what's your favorite job, or what's your favorite job you've had aside from this? Whew. It's a good question. Hmm. You know, Jordan, I might have to, I might have to think on that. Jordan, hit me up in the DM, uh, and, and let me think about that for a minute. Um... I cut grass for a summer. Um, no, you know what? <laughs> I worked at a local steakhouse. Um, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to ask my dad. Um, I forget what that uh, that steakhouse was called, um, dude. So Mother's Day, like twenty twelve. No, Father's Day 2012, 2013. I was working at a steakhouse in between some things. And no, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, I guess it was. Shit, that was about 11, 12 years ago. I was my senior year in college. Yeah, I was a senior in college. So I think it was like 2012, 2013. Yeah, 2012. And uh, Mother's Day or Father's Day weekend, um, I had to work. And. I was doing like greeting people and waiting tables and but you had to do it all. The only thing I didn't do at that place is wash dishes. I probably should have. And we might have had thousand, two thousand people show up, and all of them tipped well. I think that I made twenty seven hundred bucks that night. <laughs> no joke, twenty seven hundred bucks in that day. Um. That was that was always fun. I hated waiting tables though. I, I hated waiting tables. Oh, oh, Kevin said running backs. Yeah, I didn't miss running backs. Uh running backs actually, believe it or not, guys, started out with um started out with Noah Kane. Yeah, Noah Kane was the one that, that started out, and him and John Emery were rotating in back and forth every other play. So one 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 play, John Emery would come in. So y'all make that for what what it is. Jordan says Brennan can still transfer to USM. I don't think that he can. I think the I think the deadlines. Well, no, you're right because he'd be a great transfer. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, official Friday says Blake. Who are you starting at QB? Ask me on Thursday and the Thursday after that. I want to see. I want to see a full. I want to see a full scrimmage practice. I want to see what happens. Pooh Bear says, gets Blake Needham still toe Crocs. Yeah, I kicked the shit out of that, that goddamn camera. And we're still setting up the studio. We got this, you know, the stuff here. We still got to put the Burrow sign jersey. I got, by the way, I got, yeah, we got to put all that stuff in here. So we're, we're getting to it. We got a lot, a little bit more left to go and we'll start sitting it uh, sitting up. My mom says, the Caboose Steakhouse uh, is the name. That's right. I forgot my parents watched this. I probably shouldn't have told them I made that much money. I gave my mom like 400 bucks. That You remember that, though? Uh, it was Mother's Day. I drove home. I drove all the way back to Franklin. <laughs> Crying Belly says, Blake, who is your starting QB you trust? Guys, I'm not giving you... Um, I'm not giving you that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Tyler says, did you get to see DeMario Tolan? Heard he was another freak of nature uh, with his stature. Yeah, he, dude, he's, I, when you look at DeMario Tolan, you would, you would think, you would think, um, you would probably think that he's been there for two or three years. That's how, like, imposing he looks as a linebacker. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say this, but I mean, look, man, he, he's got a very big lower half pause. I'm just trying, you know, pause. You, you know, you get what I'm trying to say. I can feel the, the Pooh Bear text message now. Pause, Blake. Pause. <laughs> By the way, I bought one of their shirts, though. Speaking of pause, I bought one of their shirts that says pause. <laughs> All right, a couple more. We'll get out of here. Oh, Trey Bradford. Uh, Josh Forbes asked, 
Bradford Trey, what happened to him? Got kicked off, man. Got kicked off. Uh, there's not a lot of guys to say. Uh, Elwin says that I changed. No, Elwin, I just couldn't do a show. Th- asked if I changed. Um, no. El- uh, Elwin, we, I just couldn't go Thursday because it was the first day of practice, and I'm just making up today. We'll be back at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, safeguard your son, safeguardyoursoul.com on YouTube. This guy's name is safeguardyoursoul.com. Okay. BK is building a powerhouse program. Kind of, kind of, kind of threw me off there. Kind of threw me off. All right, guys, we're going to get on out of here. Y'all have a good night. We'll see y'all tomorrow. We'll be guessing up tomorrow. That's our next practice that we can do, uh, go to. So we'll have a lot of updates then. So we hope to see you here again tomorrow night at seven. All right. See y'all soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.